Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettikin. Hey, Des. Hey. We have a lot to get to today. Okay. There, Excited. This has been a wild week. Okay, yeah. I think so. There's mm-hmm. been like a lot of stories going on. So, finally, I get my week of exciting finally. stories. So she better pay off now that you have all this stuff at your disposal. <laughs> what if I just do a horrible job today? <laughs> you finally get your wish and it's like... Wah, wah. And I just bomb. It's just a terrible okay. episode. No all pressure, right. no pressure. Great. Sorry, I shouldn't have led with that. Okay, well, let's talk about quite possibly the biggest story... <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I don't care. That's my cat. She's meowing. She Brendan's not home right now. She was now. agreeing with the story being big. I yes, think. I, I think so. Okay. So obviously, this one of the, like the biggest story of this week broke on Saturday, which is after our last episode. Right. So, and that is that Jeffrey Epstein was found hanged in his cell uh-huh. in prison. And obviously, that was an insane day on Twitter. Yes. I actually woke up really early that day. Oh, and so I you saw got it, it right I away. got up, but like, I mean, it was still late for, uh, you know, it had already happened. It had been hours. Because I woke up at like 7 right. on the West Coast. And I think it happened at 9.30 East Coast time. Yeah. Or that was when it was the, the story right. broke. Uh, so yeah, I did sort of get in early on that story. And it was shocking because it was just a few weeks ago that it was the um, attempted suicide. Right. Uh, so right. I even think they used the same picture. Because <laughs> when I initially <laughs> saw it, I was like, what? Like, why is he in the news again? Right. And I was like, oh. Right. This is so, a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. So yeah, he was found dead Saturday, August 10th in a cell at New York City's Metropolitan Correctional Center of an alleged suicide. We're going to call it an alleged suicide. Right. That was the thing the internet was going crazy over is because I would say about 90% of the people on my timeline were like, that was definitely murder. Well, I, and, or someone committed suicide on him. Uh, (laughs) That's murder. That's, that's murder. (laughs) It's okay to laugh about his murder. If you need Desi to spin a story, she's, she's the girl to do it. (laughs) No, it was definitely... A lot. And the minute I saw it, I was like, oh boy, here we go. I mean, this Reddit's is, firing it up. But like, this story turned the most normie people into conspiracy theorists. I saw a lot of crazy conspiracies, like yeah. beyond even just like today, just this morning, I was Googling his death pics because I had missed the whole thing <laughs> yeah. with the ears and the nose oh, yeah. being different. And it's like all these, like, I, I like, I like when I'm looking at a picture that you can tell was drawn on with the marker app, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> just like these it's lines. not well done. No, it's not like professionally done that at all. One. Yeah. I, saw that. I was like, what am I looking at and why am I taking it seriously? But yeah. There was some new news today regarding uh, Jeffrey Epstein's death, and that is that the autopsy report came out, and the autopsy found broken bones in his neck. Now, the report, or at least in this article in the Washington Post, it says that, yes, that it could technically happen from hanging by suicide. However, 
as we have talked about in the show before, there was a particular bone, the hyoid bone that was found broken, which is very common in cases of strangling. Like manual strangulation. Manual strangulation. Uh, yes. I mean, as a true crime fan or a longtime true crime obsessive, whenever I hear hyoid bone, my ears perk up. Right. We like, know what that means. I mean, you you know it and you know the meaning of those broken bones. I feel like we just did a case. With Billy. Oh, that's right. With Billy. With yeah. the, hyoid, the hyoid bone uh, being broken. Yeah. I mean, certainly anything that... Um, makes people feel vindicated in their conspiracies is going to be good because we'll just keep hearing about this story. I think it's yeah. interesting. I mean, and we're going to do more of a deep dive on this at a later date. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm not going to go too deep into this right now because we're going to save that for when we... A massive app. When we do a big episode about this. Um, can we just also talk about Gislaine? Or oh my God. Gislaine. Uh, That's her name. Gislaine. I mean, come on. Let's talk about her. Uh, she was at In-N-Out Burger today. Do you want to explain who Jizz Lane is? Jizz Lane is uh, described as Jeffrey Epstein's gal pal today <laughs> in the New York Post, which I find to be a horrible... I hate that term, gal yeah, pal. Yeah, I do too. Uh, she's basically... So there's, people suspe- suspect that she is like almost like his pimp. Like right. She procures these girls for him and kind of right. um, is maybe like the person who sort of is the social calendar, in charge of the social calendar. I'm not quite sure what her exact position is. But she's allegedly is. an accomplice. Yes, she would be like the major accomplice where accomplice where people are like, why is she not in prison yet? Right. Or also in jail. And, and uh, uh, some of the conspiracy people were like, we need a 24-7 watch on her before she gets suicided <laughs> too. Like, right, right. Like, right. Uh, so, yeah, but she, apparently the story I saw today was that she was found in um, Manchester by the Sea, which is a... A town That's in Boston. That's a real town? Yeah. Well, uh, I know Manchester is, but is it called by the sea? It's called Manchester by the Sea, yeah. Oh. Living with some tech millionaire or yeah. billionaire, I can't remember, uh, who was like much younger than her. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. So I saw that story this morning, and then this afternoon, <laughs> the big story was that she was seen at In-N-Out Burger in Universal City, which is in the valley uh, in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. And like someone took a picture of her eating her picture. burger. What kind of like, burger did she get? Uh, well, I did. <laughs> I did see someone make a deep dive into her order. They're like, it's definitely a burger, not protein style. He saw fries, and then he said one green cup meant she got a shake, and then there was a red cup, which means she also got a soda. I like, I respect that. I like getting a soda with my shake because yeah. you're thirsty. You right, it, like, like a shake doesn't quench your thirst. No, it's dessert. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's definitely a case that I don't think is over by no, a long shot. No, there's um, much more to uncover. And you know what? We'll talk about it later. Yep. Definitely. Okay. We're going to so we're going to go into it more. Yeah. We're just we're Giving just you updating you guys. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Our next story is about someone we have mentioned on the show, I'm sure, and that is Andy Dick. <laughs> now, this happened of or this story at least broke I think yesterday, maybe two days ago, uh, the headline, this is from NBCnews.com. It says, video captures brutal attack on comedian Andy Dick in New Orleans. Police make arrest. New Orleans police made an arrest in the assault on comedian and actor Andy Dick after a show in the French Quarter. Police announced Wednesday that they had arrested David Hale, 46, booking him on second-degree battery and simple battery in connection to the attack on Dick. Attack on Dick. 
They must have loved writing that. (laughs) (laughs) The New Orleans Police Department said in a statement that they made the arrest thanks to a tip from Crime Stoppers. Surveillance video appeared to show a man in dark clothes approach Dick, who performed at One-Eyed Jack's on Friday night before sucker punching the comedian early Saturday outside the bar. Here's a picture of David Hale. He, he just looks upset he got caught. Yeah. He doesn't look like he regrets it. He looks upset that he I'm got sure caught. I'm sure Andy Dick was just innocently standing there. I'm, not sure, doing I'm sure Andy Dick did absolutely nothing to provoke this guy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know he was still performing. That's shocking news. That is the most shocking news. That he's still doing stand-up? Yeah. Let's go see his stand-up show if he's in LA. I'm into it. I'm into it because I would love to... You know that's a mess. Like, there's no, like, written act there. It's just him probably, like, shooting, like, stream of consciousness, right? Like, I can't imagine he has some act... He has a tight five. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch the Andy Dick show on MTV? No. I did. Yeah. I but I was also was a it dumb like a 14 year old. Variety show? Yeah. Or? It was like, it came out around the same time as the Tom Green okay, show did. So it was so like I, sort of similar. Yeah. It was like, it was, but it was like sketch comedy, whereas Tom Green was more like pranks and shit. Yeah. You know? Okay. So a sketch. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I never saw it. Totally. Um, and it was fine. So, yes, the attack appeared to propel Dick into the side of a building before he crumpled down onto the sidewalk. Have you seen the video of this? No, but I'm imagining it's very easy to crumple Andy Dick. It's just like a very grainy video, surveillance video. I mean, you can't really see anything exciting. Like, I'm surprised no one had their cell phone video out the moment that they saw Andy Dick. That seems crazy. Like yeah, if, just to film him and then just like, whoa, you, I just caught something amazing. If you see Andy Dick in the wild, aren't you bringing your cell phone out? Yeah, come on. I mean, and everyone's had an encounter. Everyone who's lived in Los Angeles for at least five Maybe years. Maybe because he was in New Orleans. People right. People didn't know. They're not as attuned like everyone, to the Dick. <laughs> everyone who's lived here for at least five years, I feel like, has had an Andy Dick experience. I haven't, but I don't really leave my house. Okay. That's probably That's why. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I had mine within the first year of living here. Right. So you're probably like, oh, I'm excited. I'm in LA. <laughs> I mean, I drunk dialed him. So I was actually oh, right. the Andy Dick in that situation, which is the irony. Yes. I yes. Dr- I got his number and I drunk dialed him, left him a very long voicemail. <laughs> anyway, more on that another time. We'll t- tell that story another time. Uh, okay. Our next story, we're switching gears to something a little more serious. This is from Entertainment Tonight and several other news uh, sources, but I'm just reading from Entertainment Tonight, and that is that Danny Masterson and the Church of Scientology have been sued by his sexual assault accusers and also for allegedly uh, stalking and harassment. Like, his accusers, they're accusing him of sexual assault as well as being, they're suing the Church of Scientology for stalking and harassment. I buy it 100%. I, I, I mean, this this story has been around for a very long time. Yes. The accusation or, you know, so it's good to see that it's finally, you know, at least being taken seriously. Right. I agree. And figured out what's going on. I read his statement and honestly, he comes off like a fucking asshole. He does. I read his statement too and I'm going to read what he, <clears throat> I'm going to read what he said. He said, uh, this is beyond ridiculous. I'm not going to fight my ex-girlfriend in the media like she's been baiting me to do for more than two years. I will beat her in court and look forward to it because the public will finally be able to learn the truth and see how I've been railroaded by this woman. And once her lawsuit is thrown out, I intend to sue her and the others who jumped on the bandwagon for the damage they caused me and my family. 
I mean, like, I've read, like, a lot of defense statements from alleged sexual abusers before, and this one's definitely one of the more angry ones. Yeah. Someone, I didn't really get a chance to look into this, but someone who tweeted about this story, uh, they said they said something along the lines of, like, and if you know anything about this story, when he said, I will beat her, that's, <gasps> like, language that he had used towards her before. Right. So they found that that to be, like, particularly, like, pointed like he was using the specific language right. he had threatened her with or he something physically abused her i i don't want to say because i didn't get a chance to look into Allegedly. it but their but their point was like he specifically chose this phrase so i want to look into that and see what the hell that was about i right. just didn't get a chance but yeah it's very angry uh i can definitely see if you feel like you're being wrongly accused you're definitely angry but you can't release a statement like this like do you know what I mean? Like right. you need to be taking it seriously and not look like a violent piece of shit in your statement, right? Which will, if you're innocent, which I don't necessarily think he is, because I have enough inside info from people who know more about this story. Uh, this just seems like a stupid move. Like, oh, yeah. I'm being accused of being a violent rapist. Here's my violently angry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just seems like stupid. Well, and I feel like we also know enough about the Church of Scientology at this point to know that. They have a history and a reputation for stalking people who threaten right. them and harassing them. Right? Yeah. Like and they I'm have like, the money to to do it. Like I'm literally was like, should I even report the story? Like that's how scared of the Church of Scientology I am. Like I'm not even joking. I'm so scared of them. I saw someone say something interesting today, where they said if they went this far for like a <laughs> whatever C lister like Danny Masterson, imagine what they do to their A for their A list stars that, that are in their right. church. Like, and I thought that was a good point. It's like, yeah, because you don't even hear that shit. Like, right, which you know is probably out there. Right. Uh, I yeah, the whole thing is a fucking mess. Right. Like, isn't he married to Bijou Phillips? He is. I mean, she must be fucking. And she converted to Scientology or whatever. I don't know if it's converted, but like joined. She joined. joined yeah. She joined Scientology. Yeah. I mean, we, did you see the documentary, the HBO Going Clear? Of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've watched that like literally a hundred times. I love that documentary. <laughs> you know, Brendan hasn't seen it yet, so I'm going to have to rewatch it with him because it's so right. good. I've watched it. I don't know if it's still on the HBO Go, but it was for a while. And I used to literally put it on when I wanted to fall asleep. It's so but, good. Because I had seen it so many times, it was like a good thing. Yeah. Any section you turn on is kind of interesting. But yeah, they definitely, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Because they go into a lot of the stalking yes. and harassment that yes. they do to people who dissent from them. Right. Like ex-members and And Leah others. Remney, the first season of her show, gosh, I forget the name of it, but it was on Annie, Leah Remney, who used to be a member of Scientology for right. like 20 years. She got out of the church and then... You know, they stalked her and harassed her. So she made like a docu-series on Annie about it a few years ago. They brought her up today in some regard. They did. So maybe she's covering this story on another episode of her show or something. I actually saw uh, somebody posted, I don't know if it was on our Facebook page or where I saw it today, but that the final, the final episode of this season, or maybe it's the final season, I don't know, of Leah Remini's show about Scientology is like allegedly going to like, have reveal some explosive information. Okay, maybe so I'll have to I check saw. that out. Yeah, um, but yeah, I recommend that show. I also recommend if you want to know more about the history of Scientology, you should definitely listen to like the three part episode last podcast did. Oh yeah, that's uh, great. about L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology. Yeah, they did a really good job on that's that. Really great. Yeah, not that they need our promotion, but we're just fans of them, so we'll promote Absolutely. them. Yeah. 
Okay, there was another huge story that just broke a few hours ago, and that is that Michael Gargiolo, a.k.a. the Hollywood Ripper, was found guilty. Yeah. And this is the guy who murdered Ashton Kutcher's ex-girlfriend. Right. We've talked about him before on another episode of our Friday show. Yeah. About this guy. When the trial started. When the trial began. So he was found guilty and... This is from the Los Angeles Times. This broke today, August 15th. A jury found Michael Gargiolo, dubbed by the prosecutors as, quote, the boy next door killer. So I guess he has a lot of Oh, nicknames. I never heard that one. I have never heard that one. Guilty in three brutal knife attacks on attractive young women who were his neighbors, marking a dramatic development in decades of tragedy that spanned across Los Angeles to Illinois. Oh, because remember he was like, yeah. he at first allegedly murdered someone in Chicago yeah. or something? Yeah, and then he moved to Hollywood. Yeah. Gargiolo, I'm so sorry I'm butchering that name, 43, was convicted of murdering Ashley Ellerin, 22, and Maria Bruno, 32, and attempting to kill Michelle Murphy, 26, in attacks in the Los Angeles area between 2001 and 2008. The jury deliberated more than three days before it reached its verdict Thursday morning, soon after the trial entered its fourth month. So, yeah, I guess we'll give you an update on him, on what his sentencing is. Our next story This is the most anticipated crossover. This is a crossover from absolute fucking hell. And that is the Bagel Boss guy going to Atlantic City to fight Lenny Dykstra. I mean, truly. (laughs) I was speechless when I fucking saw this story. First of all, I went onto Lenny Dykstra's Twitter timeline because someone told me about this or I saw it somewhere and I was like, what the fuck's going on? He's not only doing that, but he's quoting like, He's doing all these quotes too, like inspirational quotes. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I then I have people in our Facebook group mocking me because of how gross he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I, of course, I have to always defend myself with the one fucking good picture of him I can find, right, right. which was the poster I had in my bedroom. Nails, he's standing on nails, shirt off, holding a baseball bat. I promise you, he was cute at one point. Right. Maybe it was just one year of his life. I have no idea. Or a few years before, probably. I admit, he's disgusting now, and I would never have a crush on him. <laughs> like, he's always pink. He's always in a logo, corporate logo polo shirt. Like, <laughs> he's like everything I don't want in a man, like, at all. He was an early, like, like supporter of Bagel Boss yes. guy, right? He wanted to get him a sex worker. He, like, wanted right. to go fund him. Which already made me upset, because I was just, like... Come on. This like, guy doesn't need this. to get laid. He's a fucking asshole. So now they're going to have a fight, like a celebrity fight, right? Like a celebrity boxing fight. Like one fight. of those celebrity fights it's like in Atlantic City. Not even in Atlantic City. Come on. Not even Vegas. Yeah. The, nobody asked for this. Literally, no. You know what? I, and I said last time we talked about Bagel Boss, I'm, so, I'm like, this guy sucks because now he's like doing that Amy's Baking Company thing where right. he's trying to capitalize on being an asshole. It's like, you don't get to be in on the joke. Right. Or he's like very similar in line with like John Wayne Bobbitt and Joey Buttafuoco. Totally. Like these guys, you know, trying to capitalize on their modicum of fame to make more money. On their infamy. Yeah, their infamy. Like you're not famous for a good reason. Like, yeah, just because you got your dick cut off doesn't mean now you're like, oh, I'm a porn star. <laughs> like, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on. Right. Like, so, yeah, like 
it's like one of those things where I hate it, but at the same time, I'm definitely going to watch this if it's <laughs> available, but I won't pay for it. Oh my it. God. You know who's going to be the referee in this fight? Oh my God. Is Bam Margera from Jackass. Oh. This I mean, is like, this, this whole is thing is so show. sad. Yeah. It's really sad. This is like such a mess. That being said, I hope Lenny Dykstra kicks his ass. I do too. I mean, there's no way that How can't can happen. Not, can you imagine getting your ass kicked by the bagel boss? That's you, humiliating. You will never, like, if if that happens, I will go back in time <laughs> and remove my crush from, like, that will, I will never admit to that crush again. Right. And I will delete everyone's memory. <laughs> I don't know what I will do because that's just, that's, that's too much of a cross to bear. That's he has to kick Bagel ba- Boss's ass. How can he not? He'll do like an eight ball beforehand. He'll be all in a Coke rage. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, I mean, Lenny Dykstra is not a big guy. He's not like, um, you know, he's probably only like five nine. So but it's, but yeah. that's still like much bigger. That's still like a foot taller than Bagel yeah, Boss. Yeah, Bagel Boss is literally like four eleven. Yeah, so he's tiny. Uh, yeah, so maybe, yeah, I don't know. But Bagel Boss is angry, and he's yeah. younger. He does have a lot of rage. I don't know. The whole thing sounds like a mess. Lenny is really setting himself up for humiliation, no matter what, if he right. wins no or loses. The like, like, oh, I don't great. Know what you, he's getting out you of You beat this. up a guy who's a foot shorter than you. Congratulations. Also, hasn't it, the, the, like, the expiration date on that passed? Like, Bagel Boss? Like, I'm do we even you, care anymore? Um, like, a meme is dead the moment the person who's being made fun of is in on the joke. Yeah. So the whole it's thing over. is over. No it's one's over. Gonna, no one's going to this. No. It's gonna be in someone's garage. Like, no, <laughs> this is not a thing, right? They're go- they're still going to Atlantic City. It's just gonna be at someone's like shitty beach house. Yeah, no, right. I, I'm very disappointed. Totally. I'm. He's he he'll never have a comeback. There's no way. Right. He's still retweeting Melf Mom too. Hot Mom. <laughs> you fucking hate that. It really drives me nuts because it's like, can't you at least get a hotter mom? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, and our final story is about. One of our favorite people to talk about on this show, Sandra Lee. The worst. Now, I would just like to thank our listener who posted this on our Facebook page, Hollywood Crime Scene Friends, if you'd like to join. Um, I'm not a very good journalist because I forgot uh, who posted this. I'm sorry. I will give you credit at a later date. But this was a recipe that they discovered Sandra Lee had created, and it is up on foodnetwork.com. And the recipe is broccoli pie. Now, let me just say, hypothetically, (laughs) the idea of a broccoli pot pie that's that's fucking delicious i've had one amy's before. makes a frozen yes, one it's, it's like my fa- it's my favorite frozen thing mm-hmm. it's fucking good this is this pie is an abomination this pie looks like one of those gross like disgusting recipes from a 60s cookbook right like that's what it looks like it is not a pie, it's a pie in quotes because it's basically just a bunch of steamed broccoli with a creamy mixture like in a the lattice, lattice top formation over top of it with a bunch of cherry tomatoes stuck on it to look like cherries or something. It's like, it's so stupid. It's like just put out a bowl of dip and some broccoli. No one wants this gross pie formation. Yeah, who's going to cut a piece of big old steamed broccoli, which by the way... I love broccoli, but I cannot stand steamed broccoli. I have like an aversion really? to it. Really? Why? Because it tastes because like it, a fart? I think it's because it was like such a diet food thing for so many years to have like a side of steamed broccoli. Or like one of the things I really don't like in a restaurant like that I will fucking 
that will make me like it's a red flag for me in a restaurant is when their vegetable side is just a pile of steamed broccoli and carrots or like a, a veggie medley. Like I fucking hate that. A veggie steam. medley. And I it's hate cauliflower steam. too. It's like the steamed veggie medleys. It's yeah. like put some fucking Mrs. Dash on it or something. <laughs> like I'm fine if you want right. to be healthy, but it's like there's no flavor at all. Like there's flavorings you can do that are not fattening. Like Or roast them. Don't steam them. Roast your vegetables. I Like roast your fucking vegetables. Right. It's like thousand times more right. delicious than steamed And you're anything. not adding any fat to them unless you're putting like well, a ton put, of like, oil a, you could put a tiny just oil just put a little but, oil like, roast those fucking vegetables i'm telling They're you so much this better this pie looks disgusting and it has like i said to rachel earlier technically i like everything in this like i like broccoli i like onion soup mix which is what's mixed with the i think it's greek yogurt yes mixed together with onion soup mix powder and then that's what the lattice is it looks like a huge like thick white shit <laughs> Like it's just so smooth yeah, and repulsive it looks looking. Gross. And then the cherry tomatoes. Like when I first saw the pie picture, I was like, is that candy? Because I don't trust her to not just put something on as a decoration. Right. That's inedible. And then you just you remove those little, you know, red hot balls or whatever candy it was. I actually don't have an aversion to soup mix dips. Like yeah. I like the onion one and I like the nor vegetable one that gets served in like a bread bowl with spinach. You add like spinach. Have I've never had, had that? that. It's fucking good. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Yeah. I just think this is such a Sandra Lee oh, vegetable Oh, well, she recipe. always uses a pre-made something. Yeah. I mean, that's her that's thing, her right? Yeah. Right. I just think, yeah. No, this is like good for her. That's the sad thing. Right. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the recipe itself, like the food itself in it isn't disgusting. It's just that the presentation is hideous. Well, because it's like, how stupid. do you serve that? So one person gets a good piece with the dip on it and then everyone else, because it was like right. a lattice. So there's lots of chunks of broccoli that don't get any good sauce. That's what I'm looking at. Like, how do you serve it? How right. do you eat it? Like, it's so stupid. It's just, it's so fucking stupid. And it doesn't look cool enough to warrant this effort no, quite it's honestly. So, that's what I said. It's like one of those 1960s recipes. Right. But it's not even incredibly awful. It's just stupid. Right. <laughs> it's like one of those because I do follow, this is a great Twitter account. It's like 70s dinner party. Do you follow that account? Yeah, I don't follow them but I see their it's tweets It's really the funny time. and it, like their stuff is over the top but this is like one of their weaker entries. It's like, yeah, it's not as good as like the hot dogs that look like piglets or something right. lame. But yeah, it's so stupid. It's so fucking dumb. It's awful. Anyway, uh, that being said, this week for our bonus episode, I will I have collected some pretty incredible Sandra Lee recipes and I will be reading the recipes and we will be breaking them down and discussing them. I have all new Sandra Lee recipes we're going to discuss. We talked, we've done that before. Like we talked about them on the Food Network Part 2 episode. Right. But I found some all new abominations that I really want to break down with Desi this week. So look for that up on Patreon. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. And that's all my news stories this week. Desi, do you have any podcast, movie, book, TV recommendations? Yes, I have uh, two podcast recommendations. The first one, someone mentioned it to me on the Facebook page um, and then I started listening to it and that is, um, dearly departed has a podcast now. Oh yeah. So they do tours in, um, LA, like the big crime tours are run by them. Like if you're looking to do a tour, they are like probably the number one company right. doing those. Right. And then they also, um, run the website find a death. Yeah. Which is a pretty, um, I thought that was find a grave, find a grave. I'm sorry. Find a grave. Is it find a death or find a grave? Find a grave. Right. He runs that as well. So oh. he's like an old school internet, because um, that's like a real OG website. I feel like yeah. I've been going to that forever. Yeah. And I've definitely have found research on there. Like really? He gets, um, every once in a while, I feel like he has some details I hadn't heard or seen right. elsewhere, but I definitely always... Um, if I'm searching and his comes up, I'll always look at because he's pretty funny too. I thought it was just pictures of gravestones. No, sometimes he'll have a whole um, history oh, as cool. well. I mean, I, I don't think it's for every. I don't think it's for everyone, but every once in a while, if there's yeah. a story, he will. Uh, I listened to he had like a Disneyland episode. 
Yeah. Um, so I listened to that and he interviews his niece who I think was um, a Mickey Mouse at Disneyland cool. as well. So I haven't listened to a ton of the episodes. There's only eight and it just started. Yeah. So if you want to, if you need a new thing to listen to that has some similar stories that we've covered too, but probably different information. Yeah. Uh, definitely check that out. And then I also want to give out um, a shout out to our friends, Allie and Melissa's web um, podcast, Web Crawlers. Yeah. Have you listened to that yet? Yeah, they're great. I really like it. It's um, it's basically, they kind of go down rabbit holes on internet sort of stories that have like a lot of internet conspiracy type stuff to go down rabbit holes right. on. So the, they'll have uh, topics. But I really liked the episode I listened to this week because I did not know the story at all about the Erickson twins. Did you listen to that? I haven't listened to that one, one yet. It's a really weird story about almost kind of like these twins who get hit by a car and develop these superhero type powers. Yeah. It's like a, it's a definitely a weird episode. So I would check that out if you're interested in another show that's sort of related to us, but not, it's like different. I guess it's kind of has a last podcast kind of vibe too with the conspiracy elements to it. And then as far as shows go, my favorite show is back on and I just watched the premiere, the season two premiere last night uh, and that is Succession on HBO. Uh, I love this show. Season one was so fucking good. So if if you haven't watched it yet, binge that season. We'll take you like a day. I feel like everyone like within the last two weeks, maybe it's just because they're talking about season two, but I literally never heard people talk about it until recently. Well, that's because I don't think they were. I don't know why, because when I saw that show- Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like being crazy? Uh, Maybe it's just because season two is happening and people watched it in the past year, like while waiting for Game of Thrones or whatever. Like, yeah. it's such a good show. When I watched it last year, I was like, this is my favorite <laughs> fucking show. Like, it's right up my alley. It's about a billionaire kind of media company. I think they're loosely based on like the Murdochs, but they're not particularly conservative on the show. Yeah. But they're really rich. There's a lot of, fa- it's, it's all family drama. Like, cool. it's not about money making or whatever. It's all about this family's this rich family's fucked up drama. Cool. Uh, it's really, really good. It's produced by Adam McKay. Like, so we love Adam. Uh, and it's, it's funny. Like it's one of those dramas that's fucking funny. Like it's just an insane show. And then the premiere, uh, was on last Sunday and also an amazing premiere, like just so many fucking funny moments and things are just going to shit on that show. So I definitely recommend that show. You'll love it. Like I'm gonna get into it. You're gonna get into it. Even though like my thing right now is just solely the Sopranos. I literally am not watching anything else except for the Sopranos. Well, you're getting close to being done. I know, and I'm really upset. Look, I couldn't even finish watching the last episode because I finished I got through everything. Oh my god, you're done? Yeah, and I was watching like the finale. Uh, and I, I fell asleep, but then I was like, I don't want to go back and watch the end. <laughs> like, I just kind of like, yeah. ah, I don't want to do that again. Right. But I was thinking like, I'm definitely going to watch this show again, probably at some point in my right. life because it's so good. It's good and, uh, I like, I like it. Yeah. So it's an easy thing to watch while you're doing stuff. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've watched Breaking Bad literally three times all the way through. It's just a, it's definitely a show where I feel like I could put on any episode and just watch it yeah. and be entertained right. at this point. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I finished. I finished cool. The Sopranos. Yeah, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm consuming right now. That and I'm fit nearing the end of Cold the podcast. Oh, I'm almost like I'm on like the second to last episode. Uh huh. Yeah. 
But there was something in that podcast that happened, I'll tell you later for someone who doesn't want spoilers, or I'll just say it vague enough, it's not really a spoiler, but like somebody, like the police found uh, used tampons in somebody's drawer, and I was like walking down the street, like after leaving the gym hearing that, and I like it took my head clean off. <laughs> it was such an insane detail. I highly recommend this podcast, Cold. It it's so, so good. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I started re-listening to it because... Since I recommended it, people are talking about it and I have forgotten things. Right. So I'm like, oh, I have to like re-listen to it. Dude. I, I'm like, I do re-watch and re-listen to things all the time. I am often working while I do things, so I miss a lot. Yeah. Uh, so then I'll go back and re-listen. And I kind of am a drifter. Like if I'm listening to a podcast on the treadmill, which I do a lot, sometimes I'll just drift off and start thinking of things and miss like 15 minutes. Right. Like so it's like, I always kind of hear things again when I'm listening to them a second time. I'm like, Oh God, how, how, how fucking, how fucking long did I drift off that time? I don't even remember this whole fucking episode. Right. Like, so yeah, I like yeah. it. It's very good. It's very good. Um, and yeah, that's really it. That's, I don't have any like new recommendations this week. What'd you eat? What did I eat? I'm, I don't think I really ate anything interesting this week, but I had a lot of sad moments. You where did? Where I just was like being healthy and then all of a sudden- That's, that's good. At like 11 p.m. I was like eating five bowls of cereal. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> cereal is honestly it's one so of the good. best foods. Like it's I so can't good. buy cereal. I did, did I have Fruit Loops this week with half and half? That Ooh. might be my thing. That's like my secret shame when I put a, accidentally put half and half on my cereal. Accidentally. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the best cereal. It's Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds. I like That's that. That's the best cereal. It has the best texture. It has a good crisp. It has, it's like the right amount of sweetness. I had a Honey Bunches of Oats, but like the um, Vons brand, and it was still good. Yeah. And I actually, after I ate that Honey Bunches of Oats cereal, I think it was called Oats and More. <laughs> It's good though. And then I, I, the milk was really sweet and I was like, oh, that's like, that would be a good ingredient in something. Cause I did just see a tasty Japan recipe where they made um, donuts and they soaked uh, fruity pebbles and milk and then they used the milk in the glaze. Desi, you didn't invent that. That's like <laughs> cereal milk has been in literally. No, I'm not saying I invented it. I'm saying it honey was bunches of the oats. honey bunches of oats milk was good. I know okay. it's like a milk bar thing. I'm just saying I saw I had seen that recipe on Tasty Japan and then I tasted the honey bunches of oats milk and I was like, this is a good cereal milk milk. Right, like, right. To okay. use as an ingredient. No, I did not invent that. Okay, I'm not just like sa- Doritos Tacos Locos. Okay. That I fucking invented. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I discovered I oh, I can't believe I forgot it. But there was like a food thing I realized I invented. Oh. And then it came out. And now I don't remember what it was. Well, that was an exciting story. <laughs> No, but I also had a revelation, and this relates to what I ate this week. I had a different revelation. So I had Del Taco on Tuesday night. I saw. And I had it, (laughs) because of course I posted about it. I posted about it on two different social media platforms, like on Twitter and on Instagram. Anyway, so I got Del Taco on Tuesday night, and I took a lift to Del Taco, and I realized a thing that I will argue is even more embarrassing than what Desi says is the most shameful moment of ordering fast food is Desi Desi's like big shame thing is ordering fast food and then hearing it read back to her like her order (laughs) it's embarrassing I realized something that's like another level of that shame is when you take a lift to 
Just shut up and listen. <laughs> when you take a lift to go get fast food and you have to read what you want to the person in front of your lift driver and they hear what you're ordering at midnight. No, that's I can't even imagine how you did it. I had to order my two tacos and a quesadilla and <laughs> <laughs> in front of, at midnight or it was like one in the morning. It was really late. That's Oh, remember when you tried to shame me when you got into my car last week? And you oh, were yeah. like, what's that? Is that a Taco Bell wrapper or a Del Taco wrapper? <laughs> she saw a wrapper in the backseat of my car. And Desi goes, I don't know what it is. I honestly don't even know. I was like, that's either really old because I haven't had that in a while. I guess that doesn't really defend myself. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that's really old, Rachel. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> I don't clean my car, bitch. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted to know what it was. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It's probably old. I mean, that, I didn't have Del Taco or Taco Bell in a very long time, and then unfortunately. The, and then the delicious thing I had last night was Green Blatt's. Oh, I saw that. It was so good. That looked really good. It was really good. And I good. sent you like a link to the new place, the new deli place that we should try. Oh, yeah. I want to go there. Yeah. yeah. That looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think I had anything interesting. I just realized I have also told people how I eat half and half on cereal, but I did it again. Yeah. You, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, I, I used to do it too. When I was a kid, I used to mix like literally rolled oats with half and half brown sugar and blueberries. And it was Ooh. like a deconstructed blueberry cobbler, but cereal form. Wait, I have a secret shame, but I honestly can't remember if I've ever told you or said it on the show. When I was a kid, like one of my latchkey kid things I would eat is <laughs> I would eat Teddy Grahams as a cereal. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, that's uh, you invented another food. I did. I invented Teddy Graham cereal. <laughs> but the cereal is lighter and airier. Right. It's better with the real cookies. Like I literally would pour, because they had Teddy Grahams in three flavors, this okay? This the saddest clown thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Listen, I had to do what I could to survive. <laughs> they had three flavors, honey, cinnamon, cinnamon chocolate. chocolate. So obviously I like the chocolate. Maybe cinnamon sometimes. Honey, no thanks. What? I like the honey ones. They were kind of like plain to me. Honey was like, oh, the plain one. Right. I didn't, I didn't they weren't bad, but I preferred the other two. But Teddy Grahams were fucking delicious. Because they're like cereal size. So I used to pour them in a bowl, like a mixing bowl <laughs> with milk and like eat, like eat them while I watched the Brady Bunch after school. Like right. I'd come home from school and that would be like my after school meal. Right. And then they made Teddy Grahams cereal because obviously I'm the best fucking pig food inventor ever. They 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 invented it, but it was like kind of like cookie crisp. Remember cookie yes, crisp? I so it's kind of like not really chocolate chip no, cookies. No, it's not the They're same. They're puffy cereal that looks like a chocolate, like a bad chocolate chip cookie, not even really a good it one. It was like famous Amos chocolate chip cookies. Right, but it was like that cereal material. No, like I know what you mean. Styrofoamy. I, I did not like cookie crisp. I feel like the guy, the cookie crisp robber should, like what a lame thing to go to jail for. It's not even a good cereal. Right. It makes sense if you're stealing good cookies. Right. But no. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. Or so a that was cereal. my That was my OG um, cereal shame moment. So Teddy Grahams. I'm sure it's still good. I like Teddy Grahams. But now they Teddy have Grahams. the Annie's ones that are bunnies. Um, Wait, my new passion project, by the way. I yeah. guess I could try to surprise you with this one day. Okay. I'm trying to find a recipe to make a homemade Viennetta. <gasps> Wouldn't that be so good? Does he? But they, I, I know, I know. And I'm sure there's like dupes out there online. Okay, we need to explain what Viennetta is for people who are like younger than millennials. Viennetta ice cream cake, uh, apparently they still have it in Britain and it's available in Canada or something, Right. right. 
It's not available in the U.S., but in the early to mid-90s or early to late-90s, it was this fucking delicious ice cream cake product that was available... And it was like a loaf of ice cream, but the ice cream, like, it was like drizzled. You know what? It was like thin. It was like you could cut it. It had layers of thin chocolate in between the ice cream. Yeah, that was like really crispy. It was like a mille fleurie. (laughs) Like the million layers. It was like a a mille foy. Yeah. But it was like an ice cream cake, but it was so, it was like just, oh, I got. But it was Briars. It was Briars, and it really was fancy tasting. Like that was, I think it was the the technique. It was, yeah, but I'm right. saying, but that was like their whole ad campaign was like, this is ice cream for fancy people, right? They would serve it in like a crystal goblet, right? Like a slice, right? They had like yeah. you know that commercial where it was like a bunch of people dining at like a fancy restaurant, and there was right. probably that violin song playing like do 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 Vianetta, and they had like a real voiceover person, yeah, like, totally, it was like, yeah. So this is like four ninety nine, yeah. <laughs> But my mom would buy it for us sometimes, and I would get so excited whenever my mom would get it for us. Like, I mean, I, I, I think about Viennetta ice cream cake all the time. Yeah, it's really good. I have tw- I've been tweeting at Briars on Twitter for years now, asking them to get bring them to it back. It. I've been the- tweeting at them to bring it back, and one time they were like. They replied to me one time and they were like, I'm sorry, uh, but check out all of our other ice cream products. Like, no, I don't want all your other bullshit products. I want Viennetta ice cream cake. Right. Another thing I loved from that period um, were bonbons. Oh, I was going to say I love bonbons. I would eat like a pint of those. Those are so fucking good. I used to like babysit for someone who always had them and I would eat them all and I'd always leave one. You know, the, <laughs> in the case, so it didn't look like I finished them. That was my thing because I couldn't stop fucking pounding the bonbons because it wasn't that much. And then I would always leave one. And I, I'm like looking back, I'm like, I, if that was me, I would be fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> like coming home and seeing one in there, like to can't even imagine the rage I would have. Like, ru- that's worse than eating all of them. That is like, worse. It was the logic of a child. dude. I. I liked bonbons, but I also liked the brand. It was like the same principle where it's like a little ice cream ball with chocolate around it. Right. It was called Rondos. Do you remember oh, those? Right, right, right. I yeah, liked Rondos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked Rondos. And like they don't have them anymore. And it's like, don't tell me those little crunch bites because that's not the same. Right. They're too small. There's not enough ice cream in there. Just bring back the classics. Bring back the classics. Stop trying to make, reinvent the wheel. Like I literally have a list of food products that I want people to bring back okay. that I feel like they should bring back. And like, I will start campaigns for them. I will yeah. vote for anyone in the upcoming election, the general <laughs> election who runs on a campaign of bringing back Viennetta cake yeah. and bonbons. Why don't people think about this? They need to think these are things that real everyday Americans want. <laughs> oh my God. I have to say one more story about this. So I don't know how this got brought up, but somebody uh, like on Twitter at replied me once maybe or so we were, I was having a conversation with someone this is a few months ago and they were talking about a discontinued uh, product from Taco Bell called like the beefy bell, the, the bell beefy, beefer, the, 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 the bell beefer, the bell beefer. <laughs> and basically it was like a glorified sloppy Joe. Right. Sandwich. It was the taco meat on a bun. Yeah. So I went down this rabbit hole, like watching commercials for the Bell Beefer. And then I found this 
Facebook page called Bring Back the Bell Beefer. And it was a Facebook page full of boomers who were desperate to get the Bell Beefer back. And it was like the most sincere posting I think I've ever seen in my life. And they're like, there would be posts like, does anyone know anyone who works for the Taco Bell Corporation? Like maybe they can ask if we can bring back the Bell Beefer. Then there was this other guy who was like, really like, I'm an American, damn it. And I deserve to have the Bell Beefer back on the menu. Then there was this other comment, which was like the saddest, but also the best comment on the whole page and it was like you know guys if you just bring in like a hamburger bun to taco bell and ask for just the meat in a cup you can make your own bell beefer wait i remember the initial twitter thing because one person was like oh the bell beefer (laughs) and then out of nowhere another person was like how dare you (laughs) like it was like a legitimate thing where i was like what were the chances that two bell beefer on the opposite side happened to see that initial tweet which i don't remember what it was but i'm sure i'm we gonna can look find it up it. i'm gonna retweet but it was it. like i remember where someone was like oh and then there was the bell beefer there was a horrendous thing and someone was like how dare, how dare you? you this was one of the best things and i think it and that's how you found it because the guy who was defending bell beefer was on the facebook page i think like no that's what, he wasn't on the facebook page i found it independently of oh him. i thought you went because no of him. i went down a rabbit hole because oh, of this guy who okay. was defending the bell Got beefer honor. so he wasn't on the bell beefer page i was just like, i mean if he really cares why isn't he on the bell beefer page? i mean maybe he is i don't know yeah. but like i i it was I, I need to look this up really quick and I'll I'll edit this out. Okay. I can't remember what the initial tweet was. I'm going to find it because I saved all of it because I screenshotted it. Okay. Well, we'll cut this out. Okay. Well, that's it for today's show. Okay. Okay. Bye, bye guys.